Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thanks for stopping by. Let's talk stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all let it grow together. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. It is Saturday, September the 3rd. Um, So I'm recording this over the weekend. Hope you guys have a good holiday weekend. This one will be coming out Tuesday morning. Um, Wanted to talk about a couple things going on in the market, Uh, a couple things with crypto, different stocks, a little bit of rotation from one sector to another. And uh, basically just wanted to see what changes are being made out there and where everyone's going and kind of highlight some of the reasons why I think some of these things might be happening. Um, We've had definitely a shift from more of those safe picks in stocks and kind of risk off back to more risk on to where people are looking to pick up growth stocks and crypto and driving the prices up fairly quickly here. Um, We've seen Cardano, Ethereum, Bitcoin all all go on a rally here in the past couple weeks. Um, we've seen Ethereum go up in the 4100s. Uh, Cardano finally broke $3, and uh, Bitcoin's been hovering around that $50,000 mark. A, a couple of the reasons as to why um, I think everyone kind of forgot about the Delta variant. We forgot about that. We're, we're back into kind of a swing of things where we were before. It seems like the Afghanistan deal is uh we're we're out and you know that's kind of in the rear view to some extent and uh we'll we'll kind of keep on pressing forward so um a couple of the reasons that uh i think ethereum has continued to run is uh well one cardano ran up so hard and then uh, ethereum kind of followed it So I think some of the reasons here are, you know, we still have that London hard fork from Ethereum taking place where uh, I think it's now about $550 million of Ethereum has been burned uh, in transaction fees that's no longer in circulation. Um, So that's one thing. We've got that burn of of the Ethereum due to that new uh, process that's going on on the Ethereum network. Uh, We've got NFTs and the DeFi apps are back kind of where more people are talking about uh, NFTs. The uh, the search history on Google and trending topics is higher now, like it was back in like May, April, May kind of time frame to where more people are looking at NFTs. There's a little bit more hype around it, uh, which I think is causing more people to go to these sites and maybe buy an NFT or even look. And then you've got that fear of people missing out on uh, the next run. So people see Cardano runs and then, well, you know, I want to buy Ethereum because Cardano ran. So now, you know, I'm, I'm putting some money into uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin. So it kind of followed it. Um, but also there is, I think like 6% of Ethereum is now, the coins are now locked up for that Ethereum 2.0 that's supposed to be coming next spring, which might not be fully... Uh, integrated into the network until 2023, but uh, 6%, which is uh, about $26 billion of Ethereum is locked up. 
So that takes a lot of the coins out of circulation and it allows, you know, less supply or makes for less supply. So it's going to drive these prices up with the traders because there's less supply on the market because the coins are locked up. And then there's also the coins that are being staked on, on platforms like crypto.com where they're, it's, it's kind of a not full term lockup. Like, uh, I believe Coinbase does, they're fully locked up until Ethereum 2.0, uh, comes out next year. So there's a lot less supply out there. You got the, the NFT run up, which is, you know, mainly, uh, on Ethereum. And even, you know, like the JPM, JP Morgan coin is built on Ethereum. So you kind of got all these different things playing uh, in the favor of it to, to drive that price up. Uh, so like I said, you know, it's it's a full risk on like people are looking for more of that growth right now. Um, just kind of overall market. We turn from looking back towards safety when uh, the Afghanistan and Delta variant and all the different things that were going on in the, the economy and the world were going on. Now we're, we're kind of getting past that as far as the, the stock market is concerned. But, you know, I don't, I don't know that we're necessarily out of the woods on any of it, but the stock market is forward looking. So we're looking out six months, generally speaking, to where, you know, how are we going to be doing in six months? Are these things going to be better or worse? And I think that the general consensus is that these growth is it's a little bit safer right now once these other issues get solved so i think that's i think that's six reasons we had the hard fork uh the coins are locked up risk on mentality fear of missing out in the market uh nfts and DeFi, and cardano running up so hard uh pulled the rest of the market up to some extent also so a couple different reasons there that we're we're getting pulled up. Um, but also, you know, the, the growth stocks have been running up also. Um, you know, skills is coming back up. We had uh, ChargePoint on a run earlier this week. And a couple of the things that I was buying this week. Let's take a look here. Uh, go into my orders. And uh, what do we buy? What do we buy? I know we bought some Visa. I uh, was following that dip. Uh, I added to Visa at 224. Bought some ChargePoint. Bought some AbbVie. Um, they had some news come out about their drug Rinvoke that uh, was a, an FDA warning saying that it, it could potentially cause problems. Uh, I think it's kind of a forewarning. Uh, I think AbbVie will find a, a way to to, to move forward from it. However, however it plays out, I've got a lot of faith in them. They're a dividend aristocrat. Uh, so I bought more at, right around the bottom, right at a dollar six seventy five, And then they proceeded to go back up to about a dollar 13 that day. Uh, bought some more lucid, some skills, ABML, uh, a little bit of Lockheed, more charge point. So a, a couple of, you know, the overall consensus through these names is more growth. And I bought a couple things just on the dip, you know, Abby being one of them, Lockheed being another one. Uh, I think Lockheed is uh, going to be positioned well. I, I think it kind of sold off because we were out of Afghanistan. But, I, you know, leaving all that equipment over there for the Taliban and, and whoever else has it now. Uh, I definitely think that Lockheed's going to be winning more, 
more orders from uh, the government to to build some of the supply that was left. And, uh, you know, I think we're, we're definitely going to need more of that equipment here soon. So I'm sure companies that are in the defense sector could fare well from that. But uh, I guess time will tell. Either way, I've had a long position in Lockheed for, for quite some time. So I, I didn't have a problem at all adding in the 350s. Um, what else do we got? Uh, crypto.com. This week we, uh, or I set up for a crypto.com uh, debit card. And I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about that also. Um, you have to stake. Well, you don't have to stake. They have five different levels of cards like I had talked about before. But I went with the mid-level card where you... Uh, stake $4,000 of CRO token uh, in order to get some of the additional um, rebates and incentives. It will uh, bump up your interest rate. They'll pay for Netflix and Spotify. Um, you can get cash back on the, the, the money that you spend on the card paid in crypto. It goes right back to your crypto wallet. Um, so couple different reasons that I wanted to do it mainly was for the the higher interest to be able to uh, spend some of this uh, this crypto that I had been accruing um, from the crypto earn platform and just to kind of be able to use it and get more cash back just kind of have some more more options and how I earn and how I spend um, but though you know so that's that's kind of some of the reasons and then uh, looking here at their crypto.com card, but I did have some questions when I was working with them and uh, I had to deal with customer service on a, a few separate occasions because I had staked my crypto coin, my CRO coin in the wrong place for the credit card. I put it on the earn platform and then they, they walked me through on how to uh, get it back to the credit card platform. So that coin was uh, locked up. So, but the uh, the interest rates on Ethereum when you stake your CRO coin go up. So they went from four and a half percent to six and a half percent, and Bitcoin went up. I believe Bitcoin was might have been five percent and went up to six and a half percent. So I did that. My uh, USDC coin went up to twelve percent. Um, what else went up? Cardano went up a bit. I think it goes up from two and a half to four. And so I wanted to get more of that interest growing on my coins. And also CRO has gone up since I bought it. So that's a win also. It probably went up about 15%. Just this week on that CRO coin that I staked to get the card. And so they issue a, a physical card. They also have your credit card info right on the... Uh, on the platform that you can download onto your, um, under your cell phone. It's simply, a, it's a mobile app. You can't access it from a, uh, laptop or a web browser. So it's a little bit more secure in the fact that it it's, you know, right on your phone, you either have to put in your passcode, uh, fingerprint or, or two factor, which I, I use two factor authorization on or authentication on everything that I do on online. So it definitely helps, uh, your safety. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I did on the crypto.com with the card and, uh, staking. 
just wanted to uh to up those percent to to get some more money back and uh definitely see some some growth in the uh the growth names in crypto and in stocks but also a good time to be looking elsewhere uh banks and insurance um are a bit down a bit depressed this week so i could say that you know they're they're a safe bet also you know when everyone's looking for growth i don't i don't you know, shy away from looking for safety. So when, when those other names are running, look for opportunities where things may, might not be running and, uh, names like Prudential or, uh, JP Morgan, Citibank, Goldman Sachs, um, they might not give you the same growth, but they, they're definitely a, a bit safer. Had the fed talking about doing a taper and bringing those interest rates up and, uh, banks would certainly do a little bit better in that environment. So, so definitely don't shy away from things that are uh, going down in this environment and, and look for that opportunity where everyone else is kind of risk on and looking for growth. You can certainly look other places and find some opportunity as well. All right. So I've had a, a quite a few questions about, you know, when do I get out of my position? When do I get out of this crypto now that it's run up so much. Um, so, I mean, this, this can be used for stocks. Some of it can be used for stocks. Some of it can be used just for, well, for crypto, but it's more on a cycle basis. So let's, let's get in a couple different things here on when do I sell? Um, you know, you can say, say you have, uh, for, for argument's sake, say you got one Ethereum coin, right? And you bought it at 2,500. And, you know, you, you're thinking, when do I sell this? A um, couple different ways that I like to look at. Uh, you can sell it in pieces. So if you wanted to sell a quarter of it at uh, 40 uh, or at 4,000, a quarter at 5,000, a quarter at 6,000, a quarter at 7,000, right? So you, you take those numbers and then you, you sell a little bit as it gets to your target price. That way, when you, you know, you get to, if it, if it does get to 7,000, you'll have sold it all off and you'd be out of your position. You would have averaged your way out based solely on the price. So you go in with these numbers ahead of time. You can set limit sales or limit orders to sell at these numbers. And then that way, when it does trigger, you, you are out. So say, you know, it gets to 5,500, but then drops down to, to 3,000. You can repeat the process again with, with more money in the bank this time. So, you know, it drops down, you, you sell half of it at, you know, by at, at 4,000 and then some at 5,000, then you can go back and buy more at 3,000. So then you, you can just then set limit orders again to sell, you know, X amount, a quarter of a coin at 4,000 and 5,000 again, rinse and repeat. And then if it does get all the way past 7,000, you're out. Um, so this allows you to average out based solely on the price and you'll, you'll be completely out of your position at 7,000. Um, it's a good way to be able to add more and have a set plan in order to take the profit, know what you're going to be, um, if you don't add, you know, down at 3000, again, you know, you would be at like $5,500 over 
these four cells. So it's a good way to average out, have a, a guaranteed number as to what you're going to sell it for. And otherwise, you're just going to hold. It's just a long-term hold. If it gets to these numbers, I'm selling. So that's that's number one. Um, number two would be um, to dollar cost average out. We had talked a bit about dollar cost averaging in where you buy, you know, uh, a quarter a coin on in June, a quarter in July, a quarter in August, quarter in September. You have your full position. Now you can do the same thing. Uh, to average out and say, hey, look, you know, December 1st, I'm setting an alert on my phone. Regardless of what the price is, I'm selling a quarter. June or uh, January, February, March, I'm doing the same thing and I'll be out by March. So should it make me money? Great. If not, I'm out of this. I don't want to be in this trade anymore. Whatever. I, that's another way to look at it. It's Probably not my my favorite way. I'd like to know that I'm I'm holding. Um, as as crypto is volatile, I'd like to sell on on a price basis and and kind of know where I'm at to be able to make money on it. Because I know, you know, crypto is so volatile that December first might not be a great day, but December fifteenth might be a great day to sell it. You know, you could be up thirty percent by then. So I like to look at the price more than than just dollar cost average out, but it is an option. Um, you could also uh, do another plan to where you um, have a set number to where you sell it. You know, you bought your Ethereum at 2,500, you're not gonna sell it for any less than 5,000. You're gonna double your money on Ethereum, then you'll sell or triple, you know? So you could say, I'm going to get to 7,500 and then I'm closing this. That is where I'm at. That's what I want out of this. Anything else, if it runs up after, fine. If it sells off after, fine. I'm I'm selling out at $7,500. Regardless of what the market's doing, regardless of anything, I want to triple my number and that's that. Uh, so that's, that's option three. Um, you can also follow the cycles of crypto uh, and it tends to run up and back down, you know, every three, four years. So you can watch these trends and know that, hey, in December or middle of uh, uh, 2022, I'm going to sell based on the cycle. So regardless of, again, what the price is doing, I'm watching the cycle. And, you know, if if, if that's what you want to do, I, I again, not, not my favorite idea because I, I think that the cycle of crypto going up and down may um, lengthen out. You know, it's becoming a more longer term. It's kind of smoothing out those curves over time. So we might get less of that bull bear cycle to where, or, or it might lengthen to where you, it's harder to identify a top and it's not just strictly, you know, based on a, a cycle anymore to where it's as predictable as what it had been in the past. I feel like there's been more adopters and there's going to be more institutions holding the coins now so it's not just that that cycle of of crypto as it had been in the past um and then you can also have another option of selling at your goals right so you know if if you take your your two thousand or your five thousand dollar investment and you want to get to the point where you know i've got say fifteen thousand dollars worth of debt 
I am not selling this until I can completely pay off my car, my credit card, my, you know, whatever purchase that you're trying to pay, you know, while all the while you're making your payments, you will not sell, you know, your, your crypto position until you can fully pay for, uh, you know, even if it's like you're saving for a trip that you're trying to take, um, and you're going to take this trip or, or buy this toy or whatever, when you get to a certain amount of money, you set that goal, you wait for your money to get to where it needs to be to reach that goal. And then you go ahead and you sell out of the position only when you reach that goal. Um, can be a good, good thing to get you out of debt or to reach that goal that you're looking for. And, you know, again, probably not the best play for uh, selling in the market. You know, you, you might miss a run or you, you know, you might not sell correctly at the right time, but um, it does get you to where you could be debt free or reach that goal of buying a new car or taking that trip that you wanted. So there's a, a bunch of different ways to, to play the market. There's a bunch of different ways to, to sell. Uh, right now, I'm just holding onto my coins. I think if they get to an astronomical level and my coins aren't locked up, I may rotate them into a stable coin to uh, go ahead and get a little bit more interest and wait for a drop. And then when I uh, see a, a bottoming of the cycle, I may then go ahead and buy more, rotate out of the stable coins back into Ethereum or Cardano, Solana, um, which I completely miss Solana. I uh, kept saying that I was going to go ahead and purchase Solana, but uh, I was waiting for that price to come back down and it just hasn't come back down yet. So that could be one that I would then add into should, uh, should it come back down to a spot where I want to buy it. But right now it's just, it's run a, a little too high for me. So I'm, I'm not in that one yet, but, uh, if anyone's in it, congratulations, you've, you've made a, a ton of money on that one. So some good gains out there, but you know, there's, there's, like I said, there's five, five options right there that you could use to sell your crypto. And the other one would be that I plan on doing is rolling some of that money into a stable coin. So I'm not completely exited the market. I would get my 12% interest on holding my uh, stable coins on crypto.com. And uh, well, that's a three month lockup. If I didn't do a three month lockup, it would be, uh, I can take a look here, but it would be less to, to have it in a flexible um, interest account to where I can uh, then sell my coins or rotate back into another cryptocurrency that uh, would then you know, hopefully I can time, time the bottom a little bit better, or at least follow a, a downtrend in order to, um, enter at a better position. But let me, uh, let me take a look here on the, uh, the crypto earn platform as to what I would be, uh, getting as far as interest is concerned on USDC on a shorter term and on a flexible term. I'd still be getting 8%. So that means I would put my USDC into the flexible um, earn platform. I'm making 8% a year on holding that coin there. 
Uh, and that is with the, the current CRO stake that I have. So it did bump those numbers up. One month is 10% uh, annually and three month, a three month lockup is 12% annually. So again, you're not going to get that 12% in that three months. It's based on a year. So something to definitely look out for. I know some people say, Hey, I didn't, I didn't earn 12% in three months, but it's, it's an annual rate. So you would have to then lock up your money again or lock up your coins again in the three month term in order to get that, uh, that 12% annually, you'd have to re-enroll your coins. Um, but 8% to have money sitting ready to go when you want to buy is certainly a, a place that I could see making some money and uh, funding my crypto.com earn card or my, my debit card to then have this money making me 8% in, in order to buy things that I want or put things on the card. And then I would get the, the cash back in crypto when I spend the money as well. So you get the 8% on uh, your coins. That 8% can go to the credit card or debit card. And then when you spend that money, you would still get that cash back. Uh, so all different uh, angles to play to make the most out of earning with your crypto. And uh, hopefully I answered some questions on when to sell. Um, you know, thank you guys for the support. I'm glad to uh, be doing this. And hopefully you guys had a great holiday weekend. Uh, please make sure to check out all the uh, the links I have in the description for E-Trade, for uh, Crypto.com, for uh, what's the other one I got on there? I think it's Weeble and um, uh, I forget the other one I have in the description, but make sure to check them out. Thank you guys. If you uh, are interested in supporting, I greatly appreciate it. Hopefully we can get to the point where we have some sponsors on here soon to uh, to help pay some bills. And uh, thanks for checking in. Hopefully this helped you guys. Take care. Thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our Anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.